love knowing and keeping secrets. It makes us feel loved. It makes us feel important. It makes us feel valued. But that is the best kept secret. We are loved by the creator of the universe. This season, we are coming together with some of the most beautiful queens that you will ever meet to unpack productivity tips from the Bible. If it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out, then queen, we've got some work to do. Let's get to it. Hey y'all, it's me, Lib. How are you? How is your month starting off? Can you believe it's April? Oh my goodness. I hope that this year is going incredibly well for you and that you are prioritizing the meaningful above the millions of other things that you could be doing. After all, that's what we learn to do when we study productivity tips from the Bible. Did you know that the Bible tells us that God grants sleep to those he loves. Psalm 127.2 from the New Living Translation says, It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. I love that. Because I find a lot of power in it as we remember that God is working for us. That we have someone who loves us enough to go before us, to pave the way, and to make things a little bit easier when we choose to trust him. That someone, that someone is the creator of heaven and earth. The one who formed us. The one who designed us with a specific purpose, the one who numbered our days and laid out every single one of our steps. It's that one that wants to work on our behalf. Mm. Doesn't that sound freeing? Doesn't that sound amazing? So why is it that we continue to work well into the night? Why is it that we forget that? Why is it that we focus on ourselves so much that we fail to recognize that the creator of the universe and the savior of the same loves us and wants to give us sweet rest? I have a hypothesis. I think that we might be a little afraid of what will happen when we rest. Think that our work could be a cover-up for an area of avoidance that we have chosen above the ability to invite God into those spaces, those spaces that we've suppressed and ignored for a while now. I have been reading Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith's book, Sacred Rest, and you know this because I continue to come back time and time and time again to tell you what it is that I am enjoying most about this book. In chapter 11, which she titles, Give It a Rest, she talks about the interpretation that God gave her from Isaiah 30, 
verses 12 through 15. A part of it really blessed me and I wanted to share it with you. She says, listen now to the solution. In returning and resting, you shall be saved. In quietness and trust shall be your strength. But you are unwilling. You are unwilling to do the simple. You resist doing what should come naturally. You would rather do that which is hard. You would rather struggle than rest. You would rather work under a sense of obligation than learn how to surrender to peace. You would rather fight for every blessing rather than trust that goodness is following you. You would rather see it before you believe it. You are afraid of rest. That thing has been sitting with me. And I have been asking the Lord, what is it that I have been avoiding? What is it that makes me want to fill in the extra time and space that I have at the end of a long day with additional work? I used to lead a community group, and my community group would encourage one another to stop rewarding ourselves with more work. We found that at the end of a long day, after we'd accomplished our main priorities that we'd chosen for that day, we would find ourselves adding in other things instead of celebrating the fact that we finished early. I am now beginning to believe that it is an indicator that something much more deep lies beneath the surface. Could it be that our choice to avoid rest is an indicator that we've begun to suppress areas that we feel and know the Lord wants to expose within us? Sis, I have to ask you, what are you running from? What lies have you begun to believe that have begun to fuel your motivation? What lies have you chosen to put your trust in? I know that we have a lot of demands within our schedules. I recognize that. It feels encouraging to fill in some of those additional moments where we have the time to do something and be responsible with another task. But I have a feeling that we can actually do more with that free time if we chose to rest in the Lord and enjoy our family or enjoy our quiet time, enjoy getting healthy, than if we were to find another obligation to fill it with. This is an uncomfortable space at times. It can feel as if we are running behind, that we are mismanaging our time, that we're not really being good stewards, but that, that's just a lie. 
Because the truth is that the Lord told the Israelites he'd given them the Sabbath to remember that they were no longer slaves. We aren't slaves. We don't have to work all day and night. We have a God who loves us. And if we find that we are working all day and night, it could be an indication that we have begun to feel like God isn't really there for us. That we've begun to believe a lie. I am so grateful that Dr. Sandra doesn't just tell us that we need to rest. I'm grateful that she also gives us ways to rest. At the end of chapter 12, she reminds us not to bend our life into a space that is too small for our personal needs. Because our personal needs are just that. They're needs and they should have a priority. She says that we may break in the process if we try to do that, if we try to bend our life to fit into a space that is much too small for it. Here at the end of chapter 12, she tells us that more is only better if you already have a system for releasing the overflow. Otherwise, the abundance will hinder your ability to move freely. Oof, that's good. Now, one way that you can release the overflow is choosing to stop filling that additional time you have with other obligations. But there could be other things you could do as well. And I want to ask you, who are you inviting to partner with you so that you can enjoy freedom as you step into those additional areas that God has called you to? You can not do it all. Could fear be stopping you from inviting others to partner with you? And what is that fear founded in? Is it rooted in a fear of appearing weak? Is it rooted in a fear that others might manipulate you or take over in some sense? What is it? Dr. Dalton also reminds us that the war against fatigue in our mind, body, and spirit is won through submission. And what we lay down on purpose today, we'll gain potential power for in the future. I love that. I love that so much because it reminds me that when we choose to stop rewarding ourselves with more work at the end of the day, when we've already finished those big action items we've prioritized for the day, when we choose to spend that time with God or spend that time with our families, it will hold even more power for the future. It will free us to do new things, to seek new opportunities, to take on new responsibilities. Why? Because we prioritize the meaningful over all that other stuff. Surrender isn't easy. Inviting others to partner with us in those areas that we have been in control of and enjoyed for so long isn't easy. Freeing our space for additional abundance to enter in isn't easy. But I have a feeling that it is worth it. I've started experiencing this just a little bit. And I'm interested. I'm interested to see where it could take. I hope you're here for it too.
<laughs> Let's go on and pray. Dear God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. We praise you for what you are doing within us. My God, your word tells us that your goodness and mercy will follow us all of the days of our lives. And we are here to say that we trust you. We ask that you show us what it is that we are avoiding. What is it that we have been suppressing? What is it that we have been running from in an attempt to turn to busyness, achievements, and accomplishments? Please, God, expose the root of our fear. Expose the root of our fear that continues to manipulate the motivation behind that which we have really chosen day after day, hour after hour, long into the evenings. We believe that you offer the very best in life, but we need your help. We need your courage. We thank you and we praise you. We're also here to say that we are here to do the deep work. Show us how to spend our time wisely. Show us how to choose the better option of the two. My God, we are here to say that we love you. We are here because we have been called and we are here believing that your plans will prevail over our lives. Help us to find the freedom in the rest that you offer. In Jesus' name, we praise you. Amen and amen. I am so excited about what God is doing in your life, and I would be honored to hear which part of this show resonated with your heart. Make sure that you take a screenshot of this podcast and tag me at CandidLive on Instagram. It would be so nice to connect with you and even feature you right here on the show. Until then, know that I am praying for you. I know that you're praying for me too. Love you.